Greetings, cinephiles. Are you looking for a movie analysis podcast that stands above the rest? Then look no further than Collateral Cinema, the only movie podcast that matters. We analyze good movies, we analyze bad movies, and yes, we also analyze the in-betweens of the world of cinema. So if you like what you hear, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. And yes, my friends, we are 420 friendly. So when you listen to us, smoke it if you've got it. And now... Here's a new episode of Collateral Gaming. The show starts right now. I'm Ashley Chancellor. And I'm Bo Maddox. And this is Collateral Gaming. Welcome to Collateral Gaming, the only video game podcast that matters, where we focus on good games, bad games, and everything else in between in the world of gaming. We're podcasting straight from somewhere in South Texas, and yes, my friends, emphasis on, yes, my friends, this is a 420-friendly podcast. Uh, a little bit belated, but this is the 420 special, right, Bo? Uh, yes, and there's a good reason why it's so belated here, right? Yeah, so at the last minute, we kind of thought, hey, hey, let's just do like a commentary on uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. I don't know. At the time, I felt like that would be a little bit easier. So we, we, we tried to do that, and we recorded a whole like two hours and uh it was unusable yeah yeah the uh the the gameplay would freeze at uh on a, on a particular frame for several seconds at any given moment and there was no game audio coming through yeah oh yeah that's a disaster so i mean yeah and we, we didn't find that out until after the fact <laughs> exactly i mean right when you're going and you're going to begin editing and everything yeah I don't know if it was because we were recording on my Xbox 360 or what, because uh, I don't think we had any kind of issue like that during when we were doing a live stream of the uh, uh, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Trials and Tribulations. No, we didn't. Um, but this time around, it was just it was just slow and janky. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what what was different there, but anyway. Um, here we are doing our uh, 420 special on Conker's Bad Fur Day, uh, as well as its remake slash remaster, Conker Live and Reloaded. Yeah, I understand that uh, Conker Live and Reloaded, I mean, it, it's a complete uh, remaster, right? Or it, is it, it a remake? It, it kind of, there's kind of a blur, it's kind of a gray, yeah, uh, gray line. area, kind of. Kind of a gray area, yeah. Yeah. Um... But somewhere in between, but mo mostly, you know, just kind of like a visual overhaul. Uh, we'll kind of get into the differences between the two because uh, in particular, you know, for our preparation for this episode, uh, we were playing the Conquer Live and Reloaded version on the Xbox. Yeah, that, that was just the easiest way for us to get uh, our hands on a copy of this game, more or less. 
Yeah, and yeah. right now we have uh, gameplay footage of the original N sixty four game here on uh, YouTube. Um, yeah, we didn't really get this far into the game, did we? No, but I mean, you and I have both played through this game. It's 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 been a while for for both of us. Uh -huh, I mean, yeah. I've kind of only played like uh, some. Uh, I've played some levels here and there, but I never like played the game from like start to finish. Yeah, but you know, like Conquer is, is just something that's kind of always been there. Um, you go to somebody's house and they have it in '64, and they've got Conquer's Bad Fur Day, and yeah, it's we, a we, good time, especially if you're high. But it was also really, really cool when you were younger and everything. I mean, this being a uh, mature-rated game that is more or less. Uh, more or less just kind of uh, using the cutesy art style and everything to just kind of do a bunch of lewd jokes and whatnot. And, I mean, back then, I mean, that was just like when we were all like edgy little fucking, you know, preteens or whatever or mm. teenagers. It's like, I mean, that was just innovative in its own right. I mean, we were just like, whoa, they're going to like cuss in this game and Conquer's going to like have blood and gore and, and all this shit. It's for, oh, for it Conquer. It's it was like, edgy to the max, and it had everything. Uh, the gore, poop jokes, lots the, the, and lots of poop. The mother of all poop jokes, honestly. it's <laughs> and, and quite possibly one of the greatest boss battles ever made in, in, in gaming, period. I am the great mighty Pooh. I'm here to throw my shit at you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amazing. Um, yeah, Conquer's Bed Fur Day. Um, yeah, it had all that. It had the, the, the sexuality. It, it had explicit language. Uh, Conquer's Bed Fur Day didn't give a shit. And I think that that was just kind of, that was crazy at the time. That was unheard of uh, almost. And, uh, I, you know, there's kind of an interesting story behind that. So uh, evidently, uh, well, Conquer actually first showed up in Diddy Kong Racing, right? Yeah, that that's what made this sudden uh the sudden turnaround to adult-oriented content here is so jarring in many ways, but also made it so much more awesome was that th this was the this was the squirrel from the Diddy Kong game. I mean, he hadn't even had his own his own mascot game yet. So he well he had had well, one we, on the Game he, Boy Color. A Game Boy Color, yeah. Yeah, but I'm talking like a mainline, uh, like uh, console release. Right, right. You so, know? yeah, that, it's just kind of an interesting history here. So he's just a character in Diddy Kong Racing. Um, still, you know, fits in with uh, that game, uh, which is family-friendly. Then he has his own, like, Game Boy Color game that's family-friendly. And this game originally, in development, was going to be family-friendly, right? It was pretty much going to be this really safe, uh, family-friendly, cutesy mascot game. I mean, that's what it was going to be. And the problem was is that it, it it just felt way too derivative, yeah, I think, to early I, testers of Banjo-Kazooie, which exactly. was Rare's other <laughs> mascot platformer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, or even the Mario 64, which, of course, set the standard for this type of game. But, I mean, yeah. It, it, it was going to come out, you know, just probably forgettable. I mean, I, I see that gameplay footage of uh, what it was before it became Bad Fur Day, and, and I'm just like, that's just not a game I'm interested in playing. 
I mean, I don't know. Maybe if it's unearthed or something somewhere down the line, and uh, maybe somebody dumps a ROM of it, maybe I might check it out just just to see what it is. But that would not have been the game for me to play. That and, and that's why I largely kind of didn't really go for the N sixty four all that much because, I mean, it was just. It was just not as mature as uh, like the PlayStation or or even the Saturn mm. at the time, you know. Yeah, so even kind of then, Nintendo was a little bit more family friendly. But uh, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day was one of the games that like really stood out, and and I think um, you know, like you said, the the, the biggest part of that was its uh, adult. Uh, tone and, 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 and style of humor. And, you know, Rare decided to do that specifically to uh, distinguish this from other mascot platformers at the time. They also kind of experimented, I think, a little bit uh, with the gameplay, whereas um, instead of being a collectathon or having, you know, kind of uh, established um, gameplay mechanics uh, that are consistent throughout, you know, this one's kind of more of a a very linear adventure and each level kind of has its own gimmicks that are uh, you know achieved through uh you know sometimes the context sensitive panels or even you know the design of that level especially in some of the later ones yeah context sensitive context sensitive <coughs> exactly um i actually love that the game is, is uh for you know breaks the fourth wall is completely self-aware um, kind of doing a uh, uh, kind of kind of a Deadpool vibe here, you know. Very Deadpool. I mean, I, there there's uh, like actual uh, you know references e- even uh, in uh, Live and Reloaded. I mean, that had like references to the fact that it was like a a, a port or a remaster or what whatnot. You it know? does, and yeah. they poke fun at it. They're it, like, "Yeah, we decided to make this the, the the developers decided to make this first section a little bit different to trick you into thinking the rest of the game would be." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, they referenced that, and and in the original game, I mean, you get a lot of that as well. Yeah. So yeah, about the remakes, like remake slash remaster. Um, Conquer Live and Reloaded, which which we played. Uh, this one actually has a lot of advantages. I will say, like if you're if you're playing this game, um, you know, like in terms of presentation, at least. I mean, in addition to the visual uh, overhaul, you know, where we even have kind of those individual hairs on Conquer and the other characters. Um, the control scheme has also been updated to uh, just make a lot more sense. Uh, and and uh, I guess make the controls a little bit more consistent across all the levels. You know, we're we're, we're just watching this <laughs> gameplay up here, and we didn't get to this part. He and I I, I kind of remember this, but he's he's like pissing on all the fire demons and everything. Now he's like puking or something. It's like what the fuck, man! This game is so all over the place. Um, it really is. Yeah. And, and and I think that's something that kind of worked against it a little, though, right? I mean, it, it just felt like there was, like, a bunch of different ideas thrown in here. But, I mean, they never really coalesced into much of anything. No. Um, and, and, you know, what was interesting was that this, uh, I, I think, massively underperformed, if I recall, Um and wasn't even all that well critically received, right? No, not really. I mean, 
I mean, even back then, people were saying that this game was very juvenile. It was, you know, crass for no other reason other than to be crass. And in many ways, they are right. I mean, it is what they were kind of going for here. But, I mean, I guess that maybe it was just the unevenness that I was talking about, you know, that, that unevenness in tone and the unevenness in, uh, you know, gameplay mechanics. Like, that, that worked against it a little bit. You know, I mean, you're just kind of doing all these different uh, types of mechanics and it's just like, you know, pick one and stick with it, at least for the level. But it seems yeah, like there's exactly. like there's like so many sub levels to these larger levels and they all have their own little, you know, gimmicks or or mini game or whatever. And it's I don't know. I, I it started to, even though we didn't get that deep into it I, I kind of saw how that could become grading over time yeah and, and I'll also say this is that once you get into the gameplay it is kind it is it is pretty monotonous at times I mean there's a lot of like fetch quests and and even just like doing the same thing over and over and over like yeah. going back and forth but the thing is is and and the argument that I'm gonna make here is that this is a 420 game because if you're high as fuck and you're playing this, you can kind of put it on and you don't mind so much. It's something that you can kind of just mindlessly do and have a great time. Exactly. I mean, it, it, when you're high, like, like for some people, especially you like for me, it's like, that's the type of gameplay that you kind of stick to, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's what helps pass the time through the level and everything until you can finally kind of get everything done and get on to, like, the boss or whatever. So, Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I actually didn't play Conker's Bad Fur Day as a kid. I played it much later, and the first time I played the game, I was very high. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I bet I was just I was just blown and I was in this weird mode where I'm I'm playing conquers and 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 we're taking turns so I'm also watching uh, a buddy play uh, uh, conquers and like you know I've got like tunnel vision and I'm actually really getting into it Um, you know it, it, it is really uh, a fantastic stoner game i think i think that's like the one thing that conquer is missing is that i i don't think he ever smokes weed yeah i i don't think that there was really any very many weed references here in a way yeah you know in, like in like, any way if they actually. were gonna do a sequel later which they should you know i would love to see uh, you know, like a whole like weed level, like a level where he just gets high as fuck. And yeah, I I don't know if the if a new Conquer game is gonna happen. I kind of hear that the property is just kind of in limbo a little bit. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, but I mean, maybe a new remaster would be good. Yeah, yeah, or a full on remake, like one that actually kind of uh, uh takes on the game, you know, from a a gameplay. Uh, design and um, maybe, maybe kind even of fixes some of the maybe even rewrite some of the jokes up, update certain some things. some of the jokes have not aged. actually both the, the gameplay hasn't aged particularly well and uh the the jokes some Ooh, of the jokes haven't yeah. aged particularly well there's like literally like suicide jokes and everything yeah like, yeah um it, it's it's but you know it's trying so hard to be edgy that it's like you can't really get offended by it. Well, it's that particular flavor of uh, late 90s, early 2000s humor that was just, 
you know, anything goes, you know, especially when you get in like post 9-11 era. But this was pre 9-11, though. But it, it was a little so it was a little more irreverent. You know, yeah, but I mean, I think that this is uh, right around the time that, you know, you start seeing like family guys coming out, you know, you see some of the early adult swim stuff starting to coalesce a little bit. So, I mean, this strain of humor, I mean, it was it was definitely on its way into like the mainstream. I mean, arguably to a fault, but um, yeah, I can see where a lot of this humor. I mean, it's just of its time and it's very uh yeah, I mean, it, it it probably won't fucking stick well with younger people, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I would I would like to see a remake, one that maybe is kind of um, approached from a more modern angle, you know, and and kind of just take the concept and and the story and just uh, re reimagine it. And you, you they could probably go far with that. Now the remake slash remaster that we that we did get alive uh, and reloaded as, as i mentioned in a lot of like uh, aspects of presentation it actually succeeds um in addition to the visual upgrade you know, as i mentioned the controls are uh much more consistent and make make a lot more sense uh throughout the game um the soundtrack the the uh, uh for instance the uh all of the tracks are replaced with live instruments. Yeah. Or, that, or yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not like chiptune style or anything. I so, mean, yeah. It's kind, kind of similar to how a lot of the uh, Phoenix Wright music was eventually kind of redone with uh, better instrumentation and whatnot, like more real instruments. Yeah. Anything. And other than the occasional, like, new line, all of the lines from, you know, the original game are there and are the original voice samples, they're just not compressed. Yeah. So, I mean, in a lot of ways, the game's presentation is kind of um, the way it was really meant to be, uh, or, or the way it was envisioned, I think, uh, which is cool. And, you know, Rare actually took, you know, uh, overtook development of it. Rare was, was involved in. in uh, this project rather than passing it off to another developer. So, yeah, which was an interesting move for them. You know, I mean, they were really known up to that point for very family, family friendly, uh, you know, games and whatnot. I mean, they, they did Banjo Kazooie for fuck's sake. Yeah. Know, which is, which is quite possibly one of the most, you know, it, it, it's a little sarcastic and everything, but it's like the most saccharine gaming experiences <laughs> you can have. You know? And keep in mind, they also did Goldeneye also, 007, which we covered as our last 420 special. Yeah, that's right. We did, didn't we? We actually <laughs> did get to play that on original hardware. I wish we could have played this one. Oh, this would have been great to play on on uh, Robert's N64. It would have been perfect. Yeah. Well, by the way, we do have Robert here in the <laughs> studio with us. He's just uh, not on mic at the oh, moment. Hey, guys. Yeah, hey. How's everybody doing? Yep. Hey. Say hello, hello to yeah. Robert. <laughs> Steal some more beer. Hell, give me another one. Shit. Yeah, unfortunately, this game is hard to find, um, and it's it's uh, it's pretty expensive. It's going to cost you upwards of a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, uh, in order to buy this. And what's crazy is we have the hardware. Just yeah, getting a hold of this cartridge would have been a hassle. Um, so and, yeah, and we we played the Conquer Live and Reloaded on the Xbox. Yeah, and, but we did, on the our Xbox 360. <laughs> we did originally try to emulate this on RetroArch, but yeah. emulating this game is a uh, is a nightmare. I mean, like even on RetroArch, even using the correct uh, N64 uh, core and whatnot, 
it, it still ran very sluggishly, like lots of uh, lots of dropped pixels and everything, dropped frame rates. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Stupid logo. Well, there I am, conquered the king, king of all the land. Who'd have thought that? But how did I come to this, I hear you say? And who are those strange fellows that surround my throne, I hear you also say? Well, it's a long story. Come closer, and I'll tell you. It all started yesterday. What a day that was. It's what I call a bad fur day. Um, so that that was not doable. Now, this game is also playable on Xbox One as part of the Rare Replay Collection, and I hear that that's honestly the best way to do it because it's the original game, not the not the remaster, but uh, just, you know, uh, just ported over to the Xbox One and uh, part of this library of a lot of other Rare games, which is cool. Um, unfortunately, Bo's Xbox One not is out of commission right now i still need to get a power source for it so yeah so yeah we had to dig out my my old like beat up uh xbox 360 and uh yeah i mean we managed to buy this game for like uh 
seven bucks or something. Yeah, it's it's like nothing on the uh, Xbox Live Store. So yeah, surprised yeah. that you know we could just we did, on in uh, 2023 I can log on an Xbox 360 and go to the store and, and, and still, install an yeah, Xbox game. Right, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, the 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 remaster is 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 pretty good except for. The fact that uh, all of the the curse words are censored that was kind of yeah annoying. that that's jank as hell. It's like come the fuck on, man. And I don't know if the rare replay one is two or if that's just an option, because whenever I see gameplay online of the rare replay one, it's also censored. Yeah, but that uh, may just be it. May just give you the option in game, and if that's the case, good on them. Yeah, yeah, you should definitely have the option to turn that on and off. I mean. I mean, if you're playing Conquer, <laughs> it's kind of redundant, but <laughs> yeah, just based on subject matter alone. I mean, yeah, this game goes into uh, uh, a lot of actually dark uh, corners at times. Oh yes, like I mean, for fuck's sake, you're literally in a level of shit at one point, like literal fucking shit. And the great mighty Pooh is opera singing. He's opera singing throughout the entire fucking fight. The it boss. Is, it is the fight. It's a fucking awesome boss battle. It, As you damage him more and more, he sings another verse. Oh, like whenever he does that, you like you throw the toilet paper at him. <laughs> it's like I mean, and also like a great vocal performance as well. Seriously, like. It's what elevates that that boss fight to like like I said one of the best like in gaming ever, I think. Yeah, no kidding. Um, that deserves a mention at some point on some kind of list. I mean, I I think we've, I've done like a top five boss battles list, and you know, maybe maybe we could do like a boss battle like recommendations. Boss battle Episode recommendations. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like yeah, that, that that needs to go up there somewhere in uh, the annals of collateral gaming. Yeah, that's that sounds like a good idea. But yeah, no, uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day is a total blast to play, man. It is such a good 420 game. So if if you're you know enjoying uh, 420 or you have been. And, uh, I mean, we know you're still smoking. We smoke every day. So, um, but I think, you know, the rest of April is kind of a, a celebration in its own right. In a way it is, you know, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, 420 is practically the entire month, right, Robert? Oh yeah. It's, it's like a... Exactly. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much it's stoner Christmas. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, like, Conker's Bad Fur Day is um, one of those games that I think is just absolutely perfect to play uh, this month. And then that's why we picked it. Um, it. It is, like, again, you know, cultural sensitivities um, in mind, obviously. I mean, there there, there are some jokes, like I, like I mentioned, that just don't really, they don't, they haven't aged well, but... When you're looking at this like through the lens of that time and and then the the brand of humor that it's angling at, you know, it's yeah, 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 man, yeah, and it's so crazy. I mean, the whole time Conquer Homeboy's just trying to get home, right? That's all it really boils down to. He's just trying to get home to his girlfriend. In in, in the end, he's just trying to get home home to his girlfriend, and I mean, he just runs into all these weird characters and. uh also, a sunflower with huge boobs. The so. titillating, tick the or you have to tickle the titillating sunflower, right? Yeah, something like that. 
And she's like, oh, get that big, long, hairy tail <laughs> away from me. And then you get to bounce on her tits. It's like, okay, sure, bounce on some boobies. Why not? Cocker's Bat Fur Day. Bounce on sunflower titties. Hell yeah. I, I think later on there's a uh, cave woman and everything, and her boobs are like always like moving all over the place. It rings a bell for me. Yeah, it's like they, they, they just had to have the jiggle physics in this shit, right? You got it, man. You gotta go all out. Uh, dead or alive beach volleyball, goddamn you. <laughs> but yeah, no, homeboy's just trying to get home. That's the thing. And just all these like unfortunate circumstances are happening to him. It is truly a bad fur day. Yeah, and it's impressive how immersive it, it, it can be, you know, like even starting off at the uh, the actual like uh, loading screen, you know, the, the actual title screen and everything. It's it's actually in a bar with all these characters and they're interacting with each other and they're, you know, there's a band playing and everything. And yeah, that's where you like uh, have uh, all three of your game save files. That's where like the bar is where you can go for Xbox Live, which we d- we didn't try. It would be. It would be really interesting as if, if in the year 2023 we can get on Xbox 360 and play Cockers Live and Reloaded with some people online. That would be crazy. Yeah, you know? I had my doubts, so we didn't try it, but yeah, maybe I we should have just in case. Right? Would, would there even be any servers open for that? Like, would, would there be some fan servers maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I they, I don't think so. It's like you would have to think. I mean, how how old is that game? That game is at least fifteen or twenty years old in its own right, right? Probably a little bit older. Right? Maybe a li- no. Live and Reloaded would probably be a little, little less. Maybe eighteen, nineteen years old. I would think. Yeah, we're gonna look it up. Yeah, let's look that up because I mean I'm kind of interested because I know that the original game is uh, over twenty years old. Oh, Robert, hand me my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Came out like late 90s. Well, this was on the original Xbox, so uh, same console generation as, say, the GameCube and the PS2, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, somewhere. 2005. 2005, as late as 2005, huh? Yeah. Damn, no kidding. Wow. Really, the NC, th- th- that's when the uh, Xbox version came out? Nice. Dude. Yeah, so you were right on the money um, between 15 and 20 years. It is, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, even that game in and of its own right is kind of was kind of fun to play. Like, I, I really actually kind of liked that angle of it. Like, we were high as fuck, and we <laughs> were playing the uh, uh, almost 20-year-old uh, remake slash remaster of a uh, on a, on original hardware and shit. It's like yeah. <laughs> God damn it. We were trying to play your Zelda too, but we couldn't. Yeah, that's. Oh, the co- when we were yeah on the Nintendo sixty four, I got that Majora's Mask cartridge. But you don't. But you didn't have the expansion pack. Yeah. I didn't yeah. Have the expansion pack. What's funny is I had one of those with my last sixty four when I was a kid. Yeah. And I had so many games. Yeah, I probably had like over thirty five games, bro. God yeah. damn it. So 35, 35 in sixty four games. I Oh hell no! Yeah, that's no, that's terrible. Man, Damn. I wish we could tr- track down Conker's Bad Fur Day for a reasonable price. 
Maybe we could. I don't know. I got Majora's Mask for 80, and I felt good about that. That was actually a, a steal right there. I feel like it was, and it's my favorite video game of all time. So, you know, like, that was that was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, I guess we'll sort of get into our final thoughts here on Conker's Bad Fur Day. It's crass. It's lewd. It's a little janky here and there, but no matter what version you play, Conker's Bad Fur Day is still, I mean, at its core, a fun game. Like, I mean, and 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 when when a game is, you know, is fun, you know, like when you take all all the bullshit away and it's still fun, I mean, that that's a good sign to me, you know. So that that's why I mean, whether you play the Xbox version or the N sixty four version, I mean, you you might get something out of this. Just you know, don't expect uh, anything like revolutionary here don't and, and and don't expect the humor to be on point all the time but it's like yeah i mean play th- it's this game is still worth a playthrough especially since you know you can still like we said you can still go on an xbox 360 and download this on the xbox live store so i mean yeah go for it on this one that's what i say hell yeah yeah uh i'm gonna have to say you know i, I go what we've been saying, you know, kind of throughout the podcast, that this is an excellent game to play uh, while smoking weed. Uh, it, it is going to be a good time. And like like I said, if you're, if you're in the right mindset, you're not even going to mind that, uh, you know, you, you're doing these, like, fetch quests and shit because you're sitting there and chilling and maybe, like, having conversations while you're doing it. And well, that's what's kind of fun is that this is a game that uh, can make you laugh your ass off you know, at some points, even if it may not land on others yeah. and uh, just kind of throw you into this uh, uh, nostalgic mood, you know, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it, it dawns on me that a lot of early uh, 3D games like this, they were very heavy on the fetch quests and everything. And I wonder if, you know, people smoking the weed that we had at the time had something to do with that, you know, like. Just, you know, getting hyper-focused on, on that shit or, or, like, on grinding on, like, an old-school RPG or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? I, I can't help but wonder if maybe that was kind of weed-centric in its own right. That That's what I was going to say, you know? I think that's why, that's why, like, some of the fetch quest stuff doesn't, isn't that bad when, you know, you're just blazed because it's like whenever you're playing Final Fantasy and you're just gr- level grinding. I mean, you know, you can kind of just sit there and chill. And th- there are very few... Well, I'm not gonna say very few, but there, there's it, the selection of games that are um, weed friendly. You know, the are are you know that that truly works when you're very very high um, are selective. You know, it, it is that is a very specific type of game that's gonna work um, for differing reasons at times. But the main thing is is that you can kind of check your brain out. And kind of just absorb it. I think that that's kind of the nature of online gaming as well, is that, you know, you can kind of get into a match and then uh, you can just kind of turn your brain off and just kind of get into the, you know, to the match and, you know, get into uh, like, uh, you know, like capture the flag or whatever, whatever type of death match you're doing or, or whatnot. Yeah, I think that that kind of has that component as well. That's also very weed friendly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any game, obviously, you can play high, but when you're very, very high and, and you're wanting to focus on that high and kind of just enjoy it, 
Um, I, there's a very specific type of game that's going to enhance that experience or be enhanced by yeah. the, your uh, condition. So, yeah, Conquest Bad Fur Day is 100% one of those games. I recommend that uh, if you've got an Xbox One or even an Xbox 360 or a Nintendo 64 and access to this game, or, hey, maybe you could find something we didn't and emulate it. Yeah, um, exactly. If you Honestly, if you can get this game working on emulation and get it working well, like, honestly, drop us a line and show us a video. Like, we want to see it, man. Like I, I want to see if somebody out there can get this game working adequately on an emulator. Yeah, yeah. yeah we like, tried it on your PlayStation Classic, and we tried it on my computer. Yeah. So, so send us whatever build you have, whatever, uh, whatever ROM you're using. Like, let us know. Yeah. Oh, Spider Man sixty four. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I mean, I think you can find this game as low as a hundred bucks if you if you look for it. Um, obviously, I've seen some crazy lowball offers that there's obviously not. We need there's to go to a garage, garage sales, and like, let's go to like. That's kind of where you find this kind of shit, yeah. Like oh yeah, exactly. Wills or stuff, some sort of bargain meeting or swap meetings or something, right? Hell yeah, bro. I mean, you can always find some old games, right? Garage sales. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a haunted Majora's Mask cartridge bow. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> you can definitely find that, and you can find Collateral Gaming wherever you get your podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, YouTube. Um, you name it, we're there. And if we're not, let us know. Um, Collateral Cinema, you can find at all the other places as well, right, Bo? Exactly. You can find us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can find us on all your favorite podcast apps. And But especially on Good Pods, uh, give us a, a five-star rating and review there and uh, help us uh, uh, climb the ranks at uh, on Good Pods and whatnot. And also do so on Podchaser. Hell yeah. And uh, we just did our 420 special on Clerks. Oh yes, and uh, that that was the uh, that was on the cinema side. That was our our uh, 420 episode. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Robert, you were there. Yep. I remember being there with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you remember it. I remember it. So go check that out if you haven't already. Uh, this month, uh, I'd also like to do a collab on uh, the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Hell yeah, man. Let, let's go check that out. I mean, that, that broke a lot of box office records globally. I mean, we should definitely see it. Hell yeah. And then Corvette Summer was the Collateral Cinema season finale, right? Yeah, when, whenever we finally do this. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck it, right? It's, it's a great movie. Yeah. So as far as Collateral Gaming goes, of course, um, we have uh, our two numbered episodes this month uh we're going to be doing uh et and plumbers don't wear ties so uh we'll get those out by the end of the month uh, or the beginning of may we should um and then we, we should 100 percent live stream uh plumbers don't wear ties uh possibly that is an idea. That that would be fun. Come on now, dude. It would be fun. That would be hilarious. I mean, it's pretty much just a movie that you can control. I mean, it's just, you know, choose your own adventure shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so yeah, we're going to be doing those. That's kind of finishing up April, um, possibly bleeding into May, but that's okay because May we are doing Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, um, which I probably want to have part one, our spoiler free review out, uh, about a week after the game comes out or so, um, more than likely. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, we'll be doing our full spoiler review, uh, whenever. I mean, even if that bleeds into June, that's fine. I, I, I half expect it to just so that we can like explore everything that Tears of the Kingdom has to offer. Um, I don't know if, if 100%ing it is going to be possible because uh, <laughs> considering Breath of the Wild's 100% requirements. But yeah, yeah, I'm really, really stoked about it. Awesome. So yeah, stick around for that. Uh, and then the, that, that'll be our season finale. So we're closing out the season five of Collateral Gaming and season six of Collateral Cinema. And uh, it's it's been a fun season, hasn't it? It really has. I've, I've had a lot of fun. Right, Robert? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Robert, get on the mic. I guess we're going into season seven, right? And uh, it's been a hell of a ride. Right? It's a beautiful ride. Been a beautiful ride, right? Exactly. Fucking A, bro. <laughs> Fucking A. But um Yeah, I guess uh y'all enjoy the rest of your April. I mean it is the uh four twenty season still. I mean I kinda it's kinda like, you know, those days uh after Christmas where it's still kinda you know, it's it's wintry. It's still Christmas, pretty much. You yeah. Know, all, all the way until at least New Year's. Well, at least till New Year's, right? You know, 420 yeah. kind of has that. It's like the, up until the end of April, it's it's still it's still the season of... Uh, of smoking and getting high. Yeah. I was yeah. going to find a fun way to say that. Yeah, no, you see, yeah, you're, you're getting you're getting all zonked out, you know, just like I am, bro. As it should and, be, bro. And, and yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, we. Oh fuck yeah, man! Fuck yeah! Next time we do that, we should do a video podcast, and we should just decorate it with a bunch of weed shit. Let's just decorate with weed shit all over the place. Hell yes! Hell yeah! Alrighty, well, uh, with that being said, I've been Ashley Chancellor, and I think I'm Bo Maddox, but I'm too high, so I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm a guest host right now. That, uh, guest yep. background host. Background host of Robert Ortegon. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a dude. Alrighty, this has been the Collateral Gaming 420 special, and uh, smoke it if you've got it. Happy 420.
Collateral Gaming is a collateral media podcast. All music and game clips are owned by their respective creators and are used for educational purposes only. Please don't sue us. We're poor.